Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Rams Up, your L.A. Rams podcast. We cover just about any SoCal sports team, but our primary focus here is your Los Angeles Rams. You can also check out our YouTube channel for weekly video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. And for a little while, I thought I was going to have a happy, joyful Rams podcast for you. Didn't turn out that way. It looked like our offense had finally shown up. We get a big play to Tutu Atwell, and then we close the first half with a beautiful drive. And we're up 14 to 10. Things are looking good for our Los Angeles Rams, keeping our playoff hopes alive, perhaps. And then two things happened in the second half that really turned things around for us. Our defense basically folds. They continue to play that bend-it-don't-break soft style, and the Saints just chew us up, score 17 points in the second half against us, and... On the offensive side, the one thing that had been the bright spot this game, Matthew Stafford's play, we don't get to see that in the second half. On the Rams' first drive, he is sacked and ruled out for the game. And those two things combined, that soft style of Rams' defense that was not working, 
and having to go to a backup quarterback once again. Rams couldn't overcome those two things, and they lose 27-20 to the New Orleans Saints. I was really happy with the way this game went in the first half. Our defense was playing very well, giving up yards, but not a lot of points. We led 14-10, to 10, as I said. Matthew Stafford, he looked like he was on. A little bit of a slow start, but that drive at the end of the half, he was money, and the Rams looked like they were taking control of this game. Playing the Rams, quarterbacks have figured out, get rid of the ball in 2.2 seconds. You're going to have one or two guys open. Get rid of it. Take the yardage. Huddle up and do it again. And that's what the Saints did in the second half. Their first two drives, just chewing up yards against this Rams defense. Wide open receivers for 5, 10, 15 yard gains over and over and over again. And they started to gash us in the run a little bit too. Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. And our defense really had no answer. Outscored 17-6. to And, of course, that second part not having Stafford. Bryson Perkins, I mean, he made a few things happen. Had one good drive. But overall, you had to know this was not going to end well. It was going to be on our defense. Our defense had to make a play, get some stops. A takeaway. Once again, no takeaways. Wasn't happening for our Rams in the second half. And Rams are in deep trouble, falling to 3-7, and seven, heading to Kansas City now to take on the Chiefs. My prediction this game was Rams 13, Saints 10, probably my worst prediction yet. Didn't expect the Rams to score 20, didn't expect them to give up 27 to Andy Dalton and the Saints. My fearsome four keys to this game, how about a takeaway? Nope, still haven't had a takeaway since that Carolina game. For some key number two, move the ball on the ground. Well, we did. 148 yards rushing. Cam Akers and Kyron Williams both contributing. Bryson Perkins and Daryl Henderson a little bit. You'd think that would be enough to win this game, but not the case. For some key number three, how about a chunk play? And we got one. We got a chunk play, a 62-yard touchdown to 2-2 Atwell. So two out of three so far, and fearsome key number four, someone step up in the receiving game. Yeah, you know, I can't say anyone did. Higby, Jefferson, and Robinson all kind of let Stafford and Perkins down at times. Did not see Bryson Hopkins at all that I know of. Kyron Williams contributed a little bit, but I can't say any of these receivers really stepped up for our quarterbacks. Robinson had the touchdown reception, sure. Tutu Atwell had the big catch, one catch, one target, and that was it. Go over some team stats here real quick. Yes, the Rams rushed for 148 yards, basically twice their average. Leonard Floyd and Greg Gaines had two sacks apiece. That's usually a good indication things are going well for you, right? Stafford had a great first half before getting hurt early in the second half. 11 for 18 for 159 yards and a healthy 8.8 average per pass play in the two TDs. Perkins comes in 5 for 10 for 64 yards and 39 yards rushing. And by the way, his 23-yard run matched the longest run from scrimmage for the Rams this year. Daryl Henderson did the same a couple weeks ago. Akers finished 14 rushes, 61 yards, 4.4 average. Not bad. Cam Akers stepped up. Kyron Williams, seven rushes for 36 yards, and this was not garbage time. He was getting action in prime time. 
didn't see Daryl Henderson after that first series. Atwell, leading receiver with his one catch for 62 yards, his last catch, a 54-yarder several weeks ago against Dallas, did some calculations. His next catch we can expect to be on Christmas Day, week 16, for 58 yards against the Broncos. The way the Rams are using them, I think that's a reasonable estimate. Saint stats, we make Colt McCoy, Cooper Rush, Jimmy Garoppolo, and now Andy Dalton look like the second coming of Joe Montana, 21 for 25 for 260 yards and three TDs. And Andy Dalton's smart enough to know, hey, I'm going to take this snap and I'm going to get rid of it in 2.2 seconds. And my guy, or maybe even a second guy, are going to be wide open, get rid of it, rinse and repeat. And that's what Andy did all day long. Hill and Kamara combined for 94 yards rushing. The Rams D was really good in the first half, not so much in the second half. And that might have been partly due to Ashawn Robinson leaving the game. Announcers didn't catch that, but he has been a solid force in the middle of that line against the run, and we were kind of exposed without him. So where does that leave us? The Rams head to KC with a 3-7 and seven record, missing their best offensive player, Cooper Cup, possibly missing their quarterback. Ty Niseki hurt in this game, so we'll probably be playing with our fourth or fifth left tackle of the year if they roll with Bobby Evans. He's already our fourth after Noteboom Jackson and Naseki. They slide someone else in there. It will be our fifth. And we're looking up at a lot of NFC teams now in that wildcard picture, including the Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, Lions, Falcons, Saints, and 49ers. I'm probably leaving someone out. It's a pretty dismal picture for the Rams right now. They're not eliminated, but... They really need to go to KC and get a win. And how likely is that? Man, dark days for the Los Angeles Rams. We got more to come. We're going to capture the game for you coming up. Then we're going to have a bunch of more notes on this game, followed by our loop around the league. Hang in there, Ram fans. We'll try to make it as fun as possible because it's certainly not fun watching these games. Well, at least watching the second half of this game. First half was great. Loved it. It was good stuff. Second half, brought back to earth, the 2022 Los Angeles Rams are not a very good football team right now. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And if you're looking for a Week 12 same-game parlay, how about this one? Right now, Texans plus 7 against the Dolphins. The over-under is 45. The Texans have the worst rush defense in the league, giving up 181 yards per game. First of all, I think the Texans plus 7 is a good bet, and I think we're going to go with the under on that point total of 45 for a couple reasons. Both teams are going to try to run the ball, That'll shorten the game. Damian Pierce has a good chance of slicing and dicing this Dolphin defense. So both teams are going to be running the ball. So take the under on the point total. Take the Texans plus seven. And I'm going to say take Mostert over on the rushing yardage. He's going to get plenty of action against this Texans defense. 
And how about this? If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game, you get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's capture this game for you. First half, Rams get the ball first, three and out. Brandon Powell coming up short on a jet sweep on third and one. Saints first possession They go three and out. Ramsey preventing the first down, contesting a catch at the line to gain. Rams get the ball back at their own 15. Kyron Williams in on first down, but it's Akers who picks up the Rams' first down of the game, first down by either team, actually. But nothing after that. Saints in good field position at their own 41. Play action to Jawan Johnson, their big tight end. On third and one for 26 yards to the Rams 24. Saints get to the Rams 12. Rap tips away a pass in the end zone. Gaines and Floyd back-to-back sacks. And the Saints settle for a 46-yard field goal to take a 3-0 lead. Rams next possession. On the kick return, Powell fakes a toss back and runs it up the middle to the Rams 38. And on the next play, this guy named Tutu Atwell. Never heard of him. Goes in motion to the left, rips up the left sideline, and Stafford hits him in stride for 62 yards. Atwell, now two catches on the year at this point for 54 and 62 yards. But hey, this guy doesn't need touches. Rams up 7-3. Saints in suing possession pick up one first down but have to punt. But they punt to the Rams too. And this offense backed up at the two. It's bad news, right? Third and eight, the ball's knocked away from Jefferson trying to pick up the first down. The Rams have to punt from their four, and the Saints start at midfield. Kamara picks up 11 on a run. Taysom Hill picks up 13. Alvin Kamara, an underneath pass to the Rams 11. And then this Johnson dude, this tight end, scores the touchdown with Ramsey in coverage, and the Saints are back up 10 to 7. Rams get the ball back at their own 25. Kyron Williams picks up a first down. McCutcheon and Williams in on a few plays together on this drive. Third and five, Stafford slides just short of a first down. Fourth and inches, Akers picks it up, gets 13 on a pitch left. Third and six, Skowronik picks up five to set up another fourth and one. And Williams is stuffed on a run up the middle and the Saints get the ball back. Turned over on downs at their own 36, but they go three and out. Rams get the ball back for one last possession, starting from their own 13. Can't have a lot of hope for this offense at this point and in this situation, but they come through. They convert a third and one, Stafford hitting Robinson. Van Jefferson's 16-yard reception to the 47, and another one for 20 yards to the Saints' 34. Kyron Williams picks up another first down, eluding a tackler in the left flat. Nice move. Starting to see why the Rams love this guy. They get into the red zone. A hold on Bobby Evans pushes them back, but they hit Higby at the six. And with 22 seconds left, Rams call a timeout, their last timeout, and Stafford hits Allen Robinson. 
for the touchdown. And the Rams are back up 14 to 10. 11 plays, 87 yards, taking 254 off the clock. Something we haven't seen from this team in a while. Stafford got off to a really slow start. Well, really, the Rams were just trying to run the ball, but he finishes 11 for 17 for 159 yards and two TDs. Akers the leading rusher at halftime with 47 yards. The Rams defense holding the Saints to 4.2 yards per play and 77 total yards passing. Rams also outrushed the Saints 65 yards to 51. That's close to what the Rams are averaging per game at this point. So they have to be extremely happy with the running game at this point. Halftime, Rams up 14 to 10. But of course, we have to talk about the second half, don't we? The Saints' first drive, they make mincemeat of the Rams' defense, drive down the field, that soft Rams' defense doing their thing, giving up small chunks at a time, and Saints move the ball down the field pretty easily, and Jarvis Landry scores on a seven-yard pass from Andy Dalton end. Saints have the lead back 17-14. to Rams' ensuing possession, Stafford is sacked, and the Rams have to punt. And Stafford goes to the blue tent after that series, and we will not see him again. But the Rams' defense will step up, right? It's a three-point game. The Rams' running game has been working for the most part, but not going to happen today. The Saints drive down the field once again. This is the drive where the Rams sacked Dalton on that trick play but they get in position for a third and nine and convert on a pass to Juwan Johnson. And then Dalton to Chris Olave for 52 yards, beating Ramsey. Rapp trying to come over to help, can't get there in time. So two possessions, two touchdowns for the Saints in the second half, and they're up 24 to 14, and the Rams are without Matthew Stafford. Bryce Perkins comes in. Perkins picks up 23 yards on a read option, scrambles for another first down, and they get down to the Saints 36. A holding call backs them up, but Kyron Williams picks up a first down on third and 10, but it stalls from there, and the Rams settle for the 33-yard field goal. Still in this game, down 24-17. to But the Saints' offense t- continues to chew on this soft Rams defense. Their first four plays all go for first downs. That's including a face mask. The fifth play goes for nine yards. They pick up another first down. Alave, a reception down to the three-yard line, but Leonard Floyd picks up a sack, and the Saints settle for a field goal, but they're back up by 10, 27-17. We're in the fourth quarter now, and three Saints possessions have resulted in 17 points. Rams' next possession ends in a punt. Saints go three and out. 3.36 left in the game at this point. Perkins is sacked twice. The Rams have no choice but to punt. Saints playing it safe, give it back to the Rams, and the Rams manage a little drive, ending with a 58-yard field goal by Matthew Gay. The Rams thinking, hey, let's just get this field goal and try an onside kick and maybe have time for a Hail Mary, but the onside kick doesn't work, so the Rams end up losing 27-20, outscored 17-6. And the second half by the Saints, an offense that was able to get a little bit done without Stafford and Cup, but not nearly enough the way this defense was giving up chunks of yardage to the Saints. And the Rams go down. Final score, 27-20 Saints. The Rams' fourth straight loss. The first time 
McVeigh has lost four straight in the NFL. dive a little deeper into this 27-20 loss to the New Orleans Saints. What were my fearsome four big plays? Well, big play number one was down 3 to nothing to the Saints from their own 38. Stafford hits 2-2 Atwell for a 62-yard TD pass. Rams go up 7-3. Man, I felt good after this play. It was like a soul cleansing the way this Rams offense has been playing to see some electricity in the air, Stafford to Tutu Atwell. And that's the last time we'll hear Tutu's name, of course. But anyways, at the time, I was pretty pumped. Big play number one there. Here's some big play number two. The Saints punt to the Rams' two-yard line. That's a pretty boring big play, isn't it? But but when you back this Rams offense up to their two-yard line, man, it's an impossible situation, really, the way this team's been playing. And sure enough, the Rams go three and out, punt it back to the Saints, who start from their own 49 and quickly cash in and go up 10 to 7. For some big play number three on the Rams' first possession of the second half, Stafford is sacked at the Rams' 18. And the result of that play, maybe not such a big deal, other than the fact that Stafford is out for the game banging his head, twisting his neck, goes to the blue tent, and he's done for the day. So two takeaways from that. The the Rams have to punt from deep in their own end. But even worse, the guy that's really carrying this offense on his shoulders up to this point, Matthew Stafford, done for the day, and the Rams have to go to Bryce Perkins. For some big play number four, the Rams are hanging in there, down 17-14, to and then Andy Dalton hits Chris Olave streaking past Jalen Ramsey for a 52-yard TD pass. We got our chunk play, and then we give one up, and the Saints go back up 10 points late in the third quarter, and got to have a bad feeling at this point. The Rams' offense, led by Bryce Perkins at this point, down by 10. Yeah, not a good feeling, and that bad feeling turned out to be pretty warranted. Rams were able to add two field goals after that, but not nearly enough. Some notes from this game. The Rams lost the coin toss again. It seems like last year, their Super Bowl year, I have to go back and look. I swear they won 15 coin tosses. At least it seemed that way. This year, I think they've maybe won once. Really weird flip statistically on that. Rams need to switch up who's ever calling the coin toss. Maybe that's what they need to do. And, you know, on our punt coverage teams, is the first guy's assignment to go flying by the returner? Saw it again today. I think it was Robert Rochelle. We are not giving up big punt returns, but we're also doing a horrible job of having our first guy make a tackle or get a hit on the returner. Not doing a good job in that respect. As I mentioned, Ashawn Robinson did not play in the second half. Didn't see that called out by the announcers. Apparently banged up his knee. And he's a big part of a run defense. That was a big loss, as we saw. Our offensive line, man, it just never ends. The starters, Niseki, Skura, Shelton, Abushi, and Havenstein. How about that? <laughs> Who saw this coming a couple of months ago? And now Niseki's out, replaced by Bobby Evans. 
thought maybe a Curry would get his first shot. They must not feel comfortable with him yet. So by my count, that's four left tackles, four left guards, three centers, four right guards, and one right tackle this year. That's just incredible. The Rams had seven active receivers today. Jefferson, Robinson, Skowronik, Powell, Atwell. We're counting Jacob Harris as well and Lance McCutcheon. All but Harris and McCutcheon had receptions. So the Rams got guys involved, just didn't pile up a lot of catches, a lot of yardage. And a lot of that had to do with Stafford essentially not playing in the second half. The Saints, by the way, were missing perhaps our three best defenders. Cameron Jordan, Pete Warner, and Marcus Latimer all missed this game. And I tell you, how many times this year have we played teams that were just totally depleted on offense or defense, and it just didn't seem to matter. I'm going to give out some player props who deserves kudos. You know, Matthew Stafford was on fire. His receivers let him down a little bit, but he was throwing very well, finding the open guy. That last drive of the first half was very, very impressive for a guy that knows he's not playing behind a solid offensive line. Matthew Stafford, shout out to him. I thought he had a very good half game. Greg Gaines stepped up, had a couple sacks. Not sure how he did in the run game. We'll have to see. I'll have to take another look at that and see what his pro football focus grades are. And that was clearly the best version of Cam Akers we've seen all year. He was getting extra yardage, a little bit elusive, a little bit of powerful. That's the old Cam Akers first time we've seen that this year, though. And I thought Kyron Williams had a good game. First extensive action, and I like what I see. I don't know if he's a 25 carry a game type of guy, even 20 carries, but he is definitely a weapon. Rams got to figure out how to use him. And how about a guy we've learned to take for granted, especially in a season like this? Our kicker, Matthew Gay. Nailed it from 58 yards. Would have been good from 70. It's just too bad he's not having this kind of year when it really mattered in games that were on the line. But Matthew Gay... Getting the job done week in and week out. And this week, once again, had a very good game. Who screwed up? Well, let's start with Jake Gervas. That hold. Man, Rams had a chance there on that punt return to get back into this game, do some damage. They need every yard they can get. And that basically was a 30-plus yard penalty. Wiped out the return. Trick play. Powell throwing it to Ramsey. Man. Not sure what would have happened. Don't have a lot of confidence that our offense would have been able to punch it in there, but hey, we'll never know. And once again, Jalen Ramsey did not have a good game, in my opinion. Basically gave up two touchdowns, the one to the tight end underneath, and the other, the deep ball to Alave. Hey, he's probably our second best player right now, maybe our third best however you want to stack them, and he needs to shut those plays down. Maybe Taylor Rapp should have gotten over there earlier on the deep ball, but still, I don't think Ramsey is earning his paycheck right now. Hate to say it. Love watching him play. He's very exciting. Glad to have him on our team, but crunch time, he hasn't been getting it done. 
Two other guys. One, a guy that I usually love, Ernest Jones. Zero solo tackles, three assisted tackles. Now, I'm just going on the stats. Didn't see anything glaring in his play, but statistically, that is not a good showing for one of our inside linebackers. And I think Taylor Rapp struggled too. Continues to take bad angles, and that is so critical at that safety position. I think he hurt us a little bit. Had the one breakup in the end zone, but that's about it. Coach's corner, McVeigh should have called a timeout when they got that stop at the Saints 17-yard line with 3.50 left. Just going to leave it at that. And how do the Rams get a delay there late in the game when they're in hurry-up mode? Made no sense to me. And the announcers, you know, Jonathan Vilma, I mean, I enjoy him. He knows a lot about the game. He's very positive, likes to call out the good stuff, and I appreciate that. But I almost laughed when he was talking about how much speed the Rams have, especially with this guy, Atwell. I was like, I started to write down, take a note there, Jonathan, the Rams don't even use this guy. They do not get him involved. He's had one catch all year long, and then seconds later, Stafford hits Atwell for the big bomb and the touchdown. Vilma must have known something, but I had to draw a line through my note there and rewrite it. So shout out to Vilma on that one. I was going to criticize him for that call. Actually looks like a genius. Be back in a minute with our loop around the league. Let's get into our week 11 loop around the league, starting with the Thursday night game. Titans 27, Packers 17. Packers still struggling to get it going. I thought they'd win this one at home, but Titans are too much for them. Traylon Burks, the guy the Titans drafted with an eye on him replacing A.J. Brown. Breakout game for him, seven catches for 111 yards. Sunday morning, Falcons 27, Bears 24. Justin Fields, 85 yards rushing, 153 yards passing. Koo kicks the 53-yard game winner just inside the two-minute warning. Ravens, 13. Panthers, 3. Only TD. Lamar Jackson's one-yard run in the fourth quarter. Commanders, 23. Texans, 10. The Commanders, suddenly 6-5. and five. All four teams in the NFC East in serious contention at this point. Commanders held Damian Pierce to 8 yards on 10 rushes. Kyle Fuller had an early pick 6. In Detroit, the Bills 31, the Browns 23. They moved that game from Buffalo due to the crazy storm they're having there. The Bills scored on all 5 of their second half possessions. Eagles 17, Colts 16. Jeff Saturday almost improved to 2-0. Jalen Hurts scored the game winner with a late TD run. Patriots 10, Jets 3. Man, the Jets just can't figure out the Patriots. Both teams at 6-4 and four now. The only TD in this game came on an 84-yard punt return by the Patriots with 8 seconds left. The Lions win their third straight, 31-18 over the Giants. Giants slip to 7-3. and three. The Lions are 4-6 and six now. Jamal Williams rushed for three TDs. The Lions rushed for 160 yards. Williams and Justin Jackson doing most of the damage. Afternoon games. 
the Raiders 22, the Broncos 16, both teams at 3-7 and seven now. This game went to overtime, and on the Raiders' first possession, Derek Carr to Devontae Adams for the 35-yard game-winning touchdown. And how about the Cowboys? Vikings were on a seven-game winning streak. They're at home, hosting Dallas, and the Cowboys crushed them 40-3. Zeke led the rushing attack, 15 rushes, 42 yards. Tony Pollard, six receptions for 109 yards and two TDs. That's the largest margin of defeat for the Vikings in 11 years. So Cowboys improved to 7-3. and three. The Vikings slipped to 8-2. and two. That number one seed in the NFC still up for grabs. And the Bengals beat the Steelers 37-30. Joe Burrow tying Kurt Warner's record, the fewest number of games to get to 10,000 yards. He threw four TD passes. And this is without Jamar Chase, mind you. 24 for 39, 355 yards in the four TDs. Did throw two interceptions. Kenny Pickett, the rookie quarterback for the Steelers, 25 for 42 for 265 yards. So he was chucking it all day long. Joe Mixon left that game with a concussion. And in the Sunday night game, the Chiefs pull it out 30 to 27 over the Chargers at SoFi. Travis Kelsey scores three times, including the game winner with 31 seconds left. Guaranteed pure entertainment when these two teams play, and they did it again, and the Chargers coming up on the short end once more. That's going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. You'll find links to all of our episodes as well as transcriptions. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Until next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.